So what about jumping parks? Those trampoline parks, are they a good business to buy? Everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, podcast, Spotify as well, other places I'm sure, uh, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses. This week, I'm answering a question from Lars, who asks, hey, David, I enjoy your videos on YouTube. Thanks, Lars. Um, I got a question for you. What are your thoughts on the jumping parks like SkyZone as an investment? We have one up the street and the parking lot always seems to be full. I would love to get your thoughts. Well, Lars, I think you may only be going in there on Saturdays. <laughs> My kids love these places, so I've been to several of them. And I've also been to them in the middle of the week during business hours and haven't seen that many people there. Um, what I would like to talk about though, when it comes to jumping parks, is not necessarily the traffic because of course that's gonna be based on the local city and the market and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, what I'd like to talk about is the capital infrastructure because it's one thing that people don't often think about when they take a look at these businesses. So when you build one of these things, there is a huge investment in steel and springs and uh, the, I don't know what kind of material it is exactly, some kind of plastic, uh, webbing that they use that the kids bounce on a lot of money. And then there's the decor and, you know, the basic leasehold improvements. You have to build levels up to accommodate the trampoline infrastructure and all this kind of thing. It costs a lot of money to build them. Okay. And once a business is operating, of course, they end up making payments usually on a big loan that they've taken in order to, to pay off that capital infrastructure. And I've seen several deals for these trampoline parks come across my desk that I've helped look at with people. And usually what business brokers do is they, they get to the EBITDA and then they add back the personal, you know, the manager's salary and all the owner benefits and all that. And they get to an SDE number, seller's discretionary earnings. And they multiply that and they say, this is what the business is worth. But here's the problem with that these trampoline parks actually have more in common with a foundation company than they do with a retail store. That, that business broker method of calculating an SDE ignores depreciation and the replacement of capital assets. And in a business like this, the capital assets are significant, which means we actually have to take into account some sort of charge or expense for the replacement or renewal of that capital infrastructure. Other businesses that we see this with are things like grocery stores, where every five to 10 years, you need to do a major renovation of the grocery store to keep it looking current. You know, you got to replace coolers, display cases, all this expensive stuff, got to redo, you know, um, just the leaseholds of the space, et cetera. And so when you actually stop and think about the replacement cost or what you should be accumulating in a reserve or the cash flow of what's going to be going to make the payment on the big loan for the, for the capital infrastructure, you realize the cash flow isn't quite as great as you thought. And I've seen this example. And so it's, it's more like the issues that real estate investors face where you could have a profit. Um, but because you have a big loan payment and the principal portion of a loan payment is not an expense, you end up with a profit on paper, but you still owe taxes and you don't have the cash because you've been making loan payments. And, and so the businesses that I've seen in this space that have been up for sale 
on paper, they look like they have a great cash flow, but in reality, they did not because of the capital financing plan that has to go along with these big investments in infrastructure. And unlike another type of business like a restaurant or a retail store, um, you know, where, yeah, you got to buy a lot of stuff, but shelving in a store really lasts forever and you can repaint it, right? And so ignoring that capital expenditure in a retail store, you you can kind of smooth over it over the course of time. Um, And when it comes to a restaurant, if your deep fryers are old and need to be replaced, you can lease them. So you can like get a relatively small expense and replace that capital equipment. For one of these trampoline parks, if you're not reinvesting in the asset, if you're not replacing and repairing and keeping things up to date, what you end up with is a tired, sad, old looking trampoline park, which means that everyone's going to leave as soon as somebody opens the shiny new one, right? And so these types of businesses need continuous updating, renewal, et cetera. And that's what I have to say about trampoline parks. And my kids love them. And the one near my house has free Wi-Fi. So in the summertime, I take them and I get to do some work while they bounce around and burn off energy, which is good. Um, If you want to learn more about buying and selling businesses, you should be signing up for my online course over at businessbuyeradvantage.com. Cheers. We'll see you later.